We say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. It's Thrilling Thursday with the motivator, Jazzy G. It's new and improved morning coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Stein. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the morning coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Jazzy G. On Pop Your Talk 24-7, the station with heart. On iHeart. And today, beloved, is Thrilling Thursday. That's right, today is Thrilling Thursday. And you know what that means, so motivated. That means get up, get out, do what you gotta do to make things happen. Yes. And by my side, always, that's right, my partner in crime, Cheryl, Cheryl Star. What up, Star? What's up, Jazzy G? Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Soul Motivators. Thrilling yes, Thursday. Indeed. What you ready to do, Jazzy? Let's get it started. <laughs> Hey, before we get anything started, man, hey, we got to give props to the man. That's right, bro. You know, happy. He runs things smooth, got it on the board and everything like that. That's DJ Nelson, the maestro. What up, now? What up, Jesse? What's up, Nelson? What's up, Cheryl? Good morning to you, yes, indeed. Yes, Nelson indeed. playing them good songs. Right. Them Let's good do this. Oh, yeah, man. He does his thing. That's right. That's he right. He does his thing in the morning, man. He, <laughs> no joke, y'all. Thank I you, Jesse. I know they're digging it. I know they're digging it. I know they're digging it. They say, yo, Black Party. I know you're getting upset your alarm to the block party. You got to. <laughs> That's your wake-up call. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Yo. sir. So, Star, yes. uh, before we get started, today's subject and everything like that, we got to do some housekeeping. Um, yes, what, yes, What yes. we got going on for housekeeping today? Well, I'm, Thursday? you know, just looking through our emails that we got from some of the prior shows. And, um, you know, right. one stood out in particular. So, you know, we're going to do some housekeeping on uh, the email. This email that we got... Uh, was a response from our our show regarding the Ebony K. Williams uh, versus the Michelle Obama. And you put out the question to the fellas right. and the ladies. So we have a Tracy Richardson and her response was, hello, I am a listener to your show. I love all of the topics that you guys uh, discussed. She said, regarding the conversation of the bus driver, I would date a bus driver. A job is a job. And she said that, um, you know, uh, when a man shows her who he is, that's when she know he has potential. So, you know, that was a great comment. And then, you know, thank you, Tracy, because Tracy it's said, uh, Cheryl Star, funny and perky. I don't know what perky means. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, good looking out, Tracy. I like to uh, keep it, people entertained. That, thank you, Tracy. Thank you for the response and everything. And, 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 and so motivated, you know, you, you can always, you know, send, write us an email us at uh, grainy125 at gmail.com. That's grainy125 at gmail.com. G-R-A-I-N-E-Y. The number is 125 at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? Let us, let us know what's on your mind. But yes. like, that's what I'm saying. See, what Tracy was saying that, you know, and she said a job is a job. But I'm saying you, you, can't, <laughs> you can't know a man and let you know the quality if you all about his quantity you know what I'm saying so that's that was my point on the whole thing so yeah I think that's good, what, you know what, what she, but we you know we appreciate all your emails 
keep doing that because um, we yeah. love the responses. We love to hear from you guys, Soul Motivators. Yeah, we love indeed, to hear from the indeed. listeners. That's and thank right, you for being right. a listener, Tracy. Keep listening that's to the right. show. Thank we you. appreciate that's right. you. Thank you for your support. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend so we can keep doing this again and again and again and again. All right. Now, I, now, stop. Yes. That that brings me to, to, to thinking about something because we, we talked about, you know, uh, the Ebony K. Williams um, interview with Ayanna Bonzant and, you know, would you be the data a blue collar man versus, you know, a man that owns the, the bus over the man that drives the bus. Correct. And in the other in the other subject that that day we were talking about the uh, gentleman that spoke about net dating single mothers. You know what I'm right. saying? So because he was raised by a single mother and he he saw his mother's pain, so he don't want to live with that same pain with through a woman. Now, I was thinking about this, okay? And uh, you and I had a conversation about this. We, yes, yes. You know, saying we were talking about um, uh, mama's boys versus daddy's girl. Daddy's and, girls, yes. And so motivated that y'all know that I, I'm I'm a girl dad. I have nothing but daughters, and uh, you know, saying so I have four daughters. I have four adult daughters, right? And I have two granddaughters and a grandson. And uh, uh, two of my girls are definitely daddy's girls. Like they would right. tell, they, they tell their boyfriends, they, 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 listen, I'm a daddy's girl. So, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, it had me thinking, you know what I'm saying? You know, what is that? What is that whole daddy's girl qualification versus... You know, say a mama's boy. Now, say now when you and I was talking the other day, so I was telling you that my brother, my brother, you know, saying may peace be upon him. You know, he was a mama's boy. You know, saying he was five years yes. my senior, and he was a mama's boy, and I'm I'm the baby. And and I would say how my niece always teased, like you know, his daughter. She would she would always, I would say, well, you know, your father's the, the the mama's boy. I'm the baby, and she would go, "There's no difference." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh no, it's a difference." You know, what I'm saying yeah, it's, it's the same thing, but. There is a difference. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. So, but um, sometimes women, you know, some women don't even want to date mama's boys. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and they get caught up in dating mama's boys and find out that they're competing with the mama. Almost right. like a side chick. And they start, you know, they feel like the side chick because <laughs> of the, you know, the, the mother, you know. And I think you were telling me a story about when, when uh, a guy was saying that his mother comes first, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was, like um, you know, and like like we said, when we talked about it and, you know, we was trying to, like, you know, analyze how do people view that. And we said that it's a gift and a curse. And yeah. uh, one of the conversations was in one person died that, you know, because they always say, watch how a guy treats the women in his life, especially his mother, right, sisters. Right. If he's very right. respectful, if he has mannerism, if he's protective over them. You know, a lot of us women, we welcome that type of mama's boy, meaning that he loves his mother. He he protects right. his mother. But, you know, if he's married or in a relationship, the mother is not interfering in that or even like you're saying, uh, right, playing right. second fiddle, you know. Right. And um, and right. then there's the mama's boy that, you know, he said because, uh, you know, we had conversations about the show and, you know, we was just talking about different conversations. And uh, this gentleman that, you know, uh, I was having a conversation where he said, I, my mother comes first, no matter what. I make sure my mother is straight. And I said, how does your wife feel about that? He was like, you know, sometimes my wife don't don't like it, but, you know, she just got accepted. And he said, she met me. I told her my mother was first. And I said, well, I said, you're wrong, because in the Bible, 
you know, once you get married, your wife becomes first. And, and that's for ladies, too. Your husband comes first, you right. know. And he didn't he didn't uh, agree with that in a sense. But he was like, I treat my wife good. So but the mother interferes in their in their business. And she has a lot of say so. <laughs> so yeah. we talked about, you know, what would a gift and a curse in, in those. And that's when. You know, you you clarified some of the some of the things that because you know you mentioned in the show you and your mom was close and right. she uh, watched exactly. y'all watched we the uh, westerns exactly. together. Y'all had your yep. rituals mm-hmm. that y'all did together. Yes. But your yes. wife was yes. also close with your mom. Yes. You know, my mother and my wife was best of friends. They were best of friends. My mother and my mother, she dug my wife the first day she met her. The right. first day I brought my wife home and to meet my mother. And they hit it off right away. My mother actually, when when my wife left next day, you know, and I, I came back into the house, and, and my mother said, "That's the one." Right. She's she wasn't one. your wife at the and time when you so met nah, her, but your mother nah, when just, you brought we her home. Dating. We're just going out right. there, and, and my, my mother said, "Yeah, that's the one right there. That's yeah. she's the one." And at the yeah. time, I was like, I played. I was. I just say, you know, brushed it off like. Oh, man, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, and, you know, but she was like, no, nah, that, that one right there, that's the one. And they became, I mean, they the best of friends. You know, you right. know what I'm saying? And that's some they of the scenarios are like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So they would team up against me. <laughs> you know right, saying? right. But now, I, the difference, one of, one of the points that you made that, you know saying, scripturally that the wife comes first, because when you get married, you know, scripturally when you get married, you become one. Right. Okay, so your wife does come first. Not only is that scripture, that's in principality also. Right. So right. in the government, you're all one, yes. you're a union, they call it a union. Yes. So as a union, the wife comes first, the husband comes first, then the children, then, right. the, then, the, then the parents, then the siblings. Exactly. That's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. So, you know, when a man puts his mother over his wife, what happens is, that, and, and those are mama's boys, okay, because they still on the on the nipple string, you know, they still on yeah, the nipple. Yeah, the Jodies. off of it. <laughs> right, the Jodies. Leave right, the you nest. Know it's, right, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and that's, that's called um, incubus syndrome, I believe. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's called incubus syndrome um, in, in, in psychology. So what happens is, is that the mother, especially what happens with a mother and a son, especially in in the in the in the um, African American community, she holds on to that son, and it happens all across the board. It's not just the African American community, so just don't think of that. But a, a, a mother will hold on to the son and almost treat the son like her husband, a boyfriend, in that sense. But you know, right. so everything is done on that level. Except for the sex, you know what I'm saying? So, right, right. And that make it discover, right. Right, the so, spending time, the so, coming over. So, right, everything, right. So when that happens is when another woman enters the, the, the premise, you know what I'm saying, that mother right away judges her, Look at you know what I'm saying? So this is what happens with, with people. We date our parents. That's how it goes. Right. We usually date girls date their fathers. Right. We look for guys men, that are strong. Men date like their mothers. Right. Right. So right. usually what happens is we when we see the, the enlightenment in that other person, it's usually because we saw it in our that parent. We saw it in our father. We saw it in our mother. So it, it attracts us. Matter of fact, in 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 psychology, they even talk about sense. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you women are attracted to a man because that man smells like your father. Right, or it smells good. 
Not, not just it's good. That, it's that male it smells scent. Like your, right, yeah, it smells right. like it's your male father. Scent. Right. It smells, he smells like your father. And you're attracted to him from the sense of smell. Because our five senses also conduct what we what we do, think, and feel. You know what I'm saying? So there's, there's been a scientific uh, proven fact that that happens. So what happens is, and a lot of times when you see, like, they have like what's called monster laws and things like that. Usually when a, a mother and the, the wife that don't get along, it's that the mother sees in that wife the, the things that what's wrong with her, the mother, that she never corrected. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That she never corrected. So she's facing she's facing her demons when she sees when that when that wife that mother is facing her demons and she do not want to face her demons. So what she does, she she does everything to put her down because she doesn't want to face her reality because he brought home his mother. But he brought home his mother that was a son of a bitch, most likely. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I don't mean that she's a, I'm not saying that the wife, the girlfriend was a bad person, but she has all the qualities when the mother was a thot. When the mother was was a rude, when the mother was not doing the thing, when the mother was was going to freak thing, when the you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she sees her in that in that woman. You get what I'm saying? So now with my mother, my mother saw in Deb all the things that because she saw all Deb's potential. You know what I'm saying because they're a lot of like they were a lot of like but she saw all of Dev's potential and she knew what kind of wife she can be for me she knew the kind of wife I needed I, I know the kind of wife I wanted but my mother saw the kind of wife I needed right. she saw the need that Dev can provide and she knew all the, she saw all the things that she can do to whatever Dev lacked she knew she could help fix it because she knew she was she was open to, to, to learning you know what I'm saying? So she knew that right away and off the bat. You know do you do you ever think that sometimes it could be the opposite? Like, say, if you bring home, because I, I had situations when I was younger, and um, you know, I dated a mama's boy, and uh-huh. you know, he he was intrigued by uh, a lot of things that I was doing. Because back then, you know, I was pursuing my music, so I had did the Apollo. And, you know, he he talked a lot about me to his mother. Like, you know, this this girl is fascinating. We was young. And and, right. and when I met his mother, uh, you know, because he gave me history on his mother, too. It it seems like it was there was a little enviness in there because she was a single a single mother because she was, right. you know, his father wasn't in his life. And right. they were very close, close where, you know, she was telling me, you know, oh, I, I went shopping and bought his underwear. And this and that, and those were things that I, you know, I couldn't fathom because I'm like, he's 20, 20, you know, it was like, what, 21 or something like that. And, you know, me and my sister used to make jokes about it. Like, you know, oh, she was giving him milk, you know, like, hey, what is going on? Because sometimes it could be a little envious of the girl he brings home, you know, so, you know, because if you look at that movie, uh, it's a movie, Jump in the Brunk. And, um, you know, the the Red of the Vine played Mm -hmm. the mother. Right. And he brought home a good a good girl and she had potential, you know, but she was used to it was just her and her son. And so sometimes they look at it as you're invading their relationship with their son, you know, and and he didn't stick up. You know, he was he clearly was a mama's boy in that that moment. 
See, because you're torn. You're, you're torn. You're torn. Right, you're right. torn between the two women you love. You know what I'm saying? The woman that, that, that you're happily ever after, and then your mother that's right. been there for you, you know what I'm saying? No matter what. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know cause especially when the father wasn't in your life, you know, your right. mother played, as, as they say, both roles, the mother and the father, which in tech, the technicality, she doesn't play mother and father. And I know right. a lot of women, because I know they women say, that, that right. they celebrate Father's Day. Because they they were a single mother and they celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day because they was the mother and the father, <laughs> and you know my my mother hated that. My mother right. said, "My mother, I'm gonna give you my mother words on that." So all you women that that single mothers and you say you celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day, my mother said you are disgusted. That's the word that my mother <laughs> used. My mother said that is disgusting. <laughs> my mother said when you play the role of mother and father when you be a mother and father and you take on that as mother and father she said you're a bad mother well we yeah, gotta get gonna people a, to we gotta get these soul motivators to comment on yeah. that my, my mother said you were gonna be a bad mother because your role as a mother you cannot teach a boy how to be a man right so when right. you're trying to teach him how to be a man you're being a bad mother Single motherhood is single motherhood. And she said, that's disgusting for a woman to celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day. You know what I'm saying? And she looked at it as a selfish thing. You know right. I'm, I'm just telling you what my mama would say. But th just to get to that, what, what, what happens is, because this, again, let's take, now let's give a flip side to that. A daddy's girl. Right. Now, I was a daddy's, daddy's girl. girl. You were I was daddy's a daddy's girl. girl. Right. You're yeah. a daddy's girl. Right. Okay. So now, the father who... The, the daughter's the princess and he treats right. her like a princess right. now there's a gift and a curse to that cause when you treat your girl like the princess now right. she expect every man that come in her life to treat to her like her. a princess right. that's not right. gonna happen that's just right. not gonna happen Okay. Well, it's also you the respect part of it, but yeah, we get right. spoiled on that princess, uh, you know. But right. what what my dad installed in us was love yourself, right? right. You're beautiful mm -hmm. inside and out. Know what right. beauty is, and right. require a man to respect you, you know, right. because we hear we have a lot of women out here that allow men because they're lost they you know they may not have fathers or they may not exactly. have respect exactly. in their life and you have exactly. men that are cursed you know they they, they exactly. have languages of cursing each other exactly. out you know exactly. and, and they kind of get confused on what love is and, and that well, and that creates a whole nother thing my wife went through that because again mm -hmm. she's a child of divorce okay and and my father-in-law when he divorced you know their mother they first her first, his first wife and everything like that he got remarried and then had a son and everything so mm -hmm. he didn't just divorce his wife he divorced his children too didn't make him a bad man he paid his child support he did you know what I'm saying he did yeah. all those things that he was supposed to do on on record okay but what he did give him right he exactly exactly now even though I remember we had a conversation and we talked about it you know with our aunts and stuff like that and they said well he, he was a phone call away you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and and you know I remember afterwards my wife and I talked about it and my wife was like he really not a phone call away they just say I can get on the phone and call him yes I could and I can get him at any time yes but he's not available to me the way I need him to be available to me you know what I'm saying? Because my wife was a, was a teenage mom and, and, and things like that. And her very first boyfriend that was like 16, she was 16 years old. 
boyfriend. And that guy was a creep. He was he was great. You know what I'm saying? Then a second boyfriend, you know, ended up being my stepdaughter's father and everything like that. And he was older than her, like three years, three, four years older than her. He was like a grown man, you know what I'm saying, that would be graduating from college and she's in high school. You get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just like a, a grooming period and stuff like that. But she don't know that. She's in love. But she's in love because she's looking for the desire of her father's love. You get what I'm saying? And and her father was, was not a bad man. He wasn't a bad man at all. I, I love my father-in-law. You know what I'm saying? I call him dad. He's a he's good man. But he when he divorced his wife, he divorced his family. And even though he was available financially and things like that, he wasn't available emotionally. And my wife needed his emotional love. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I remember one of the first conversations my wife and I had when we, we were talking on the phone about mothers and fathers. And she said, well, mothers love unconditionally and fathers love conditionally. And it threw me off because I was like, I'm a single father and I love my daughter unconditionally. There's nothing that I want to do for my daughter. You know what I'm saying? But she was talking from her, her own experience, her own pain. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and, most and, people and, do. Right. Because they speak from their experience. Right. Emotionally, he was disconnected. You get right. what I'm saying? So it didn't make him a bad person. It's just that he couldn't handle, he couldn't handle still being, uh, like say what Will Smith did. You know what I'm saying? Like we learning now, like say that that blended family thing, they what what the Smiths did was excellent. Like Will even though he got a second he got he married Jada, second man, so now his son Trey and he even made a song about his son Trey. You know what I'm saying? It was called just the two of us. Because he wanted to let him know, even though I'm I am i I'm married I have a second family. and I have these new right. children, right? I have a second family, you still my firstborn. You still my love. You still my first love and I'm gonna do I'm gonna climb the mountain. For you, don't ever think pushing you aside. Your mother and I are divorced, not you and I. Right. And that's what Will Smith made it clear to Trey. You and I are never divorced. Your mother and I are divorced. You know what I'm saying? You know the the thing that I think was like you said, it's maturity because both Will, ex-wife, and him love their son, uh, you know, to death, and they right. basically, you know, matured that. This is how we gonna, you know, do it. Cause those are discussions that you, you know, you and an ex-wife or ex-husband, they have to have. Uh, right. The child interest has to be first in priority. And right. when, when they, when they know that that's the priority, there's a lot of, cause I know, I know a lot of examples of blended families. Like even um, my ex-husband, his, his family, she was married and she's close with her ex-husband cause they got five kids together. And he got remarried and sometimes they, they all, cause they got the grandkids together. And so right. her and her husband sometimes go out with uh, her ex-husband and his wife and they bring the right. kids, they do things together, you know? So right. I see, we see it and it takes yeah. a lot of love. It takes uh, maturity. And then it is, 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 is all stuck up. But you gotta have God in your life as well, you know? The trial and error goes with that, because even, yeah. even if you saw the red table with, with Jada Pickett, Smith and and um oh yeah it's not easy first wife right. first wife and they had the red tape they had to talk about how it was they had yeah. To talk about, yeah in, in the beginning they didn't even get along too much but right they had to mature like you said it was right. maturity that brought them because what gotta what sit down and good? think about the, the greatest kids. good was for the family right the greatest right. good was for the children right so now what happens with my wife in her case her parents had 
they didn't have an acabou divorce. It was a bitter divorce. That's right. right. So because it was a bitter divorce, it was That's a lot how of turmoil. Gonna, right. So exactly. right. So a lot of so they had a lot of her her sister and her had a lot of childhood trauma from that. You know what I'm saying? So, so when my wife was looking for love, now she's looking for love almost as, as they say in all the wrong places. But it's like the first guy to come along and say you're pretty. She, go, right. she went for that. You get what I'm saying? Right. So that's that's what happened to her. You know what I'm saying? And I remember when she she told me that when she when she got pregnant at 17 and she her and her father they was in the park and she told she had to tell him she's pregnant. And she said, you know, they, they talked about, they cried together and everything like that. And one of the things that he told her that, yo, you don't have to get married because you're pregnant and such and such and such. Now, now this is the biggest mistake he made. He never talked to the, he ne- <laughs> I thought they called him boy, but he never talked to <laughs> Simone Biological Father. Never. Not then, not afterwards, right. anytime. They never met. And I was like, wow, he never, and I said to them, they never met? She said, nah, he never talked to him. That's the biggest mistake in the world. Because you just allowed him to mistreat, because he did mistreat her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He just didn't physically mistreat her. You know what I'm saying? But he, he emotionally mistreated her. Mistreated her. He got married to another woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it, right. So, it, it, it broke her heart in the whole nine yards. But he, he is allowed to mistreat her because the father never stepped in. The father, it, I can guarantee you, because I know my father-in-law. You know what I'm saying? If he would have said, let me talk to the boy. Let me meet this boy. And, and sat and talked with him. Let me tell you something. When Simone's father would have met my father-in-law, I guarantee you, his treatment of my wife would have been totally different. Now, part of me feels kind of glad that it happened that way. Because I'm going to tell you something. My wife and I probably wouldn't have got together. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I knowing my father-in-law, Simone's father would have married Deb. <laughs> he would have married. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I know how my father-in-law is. I'm not, he's not a mean guy. Either. He's a gentle soul and everything like that. But he's a stern man. And he's a, he's a demanding man. I'll tell you one thing What my dad told us Jazzy And you know When you growing up You know how you have Your dates and stuff My father told me And my sister And this was like When we were Starting to date 17 We dated later You know Because my dad was strict But my father said I don't want to meet Nobody Unless it's your husband So don't come like Daddy this is my boyfriend You know that He was very strict And if a guy Would knock on the door For us My father would leave Them in the hallway and come say somebody's at the door he wouldn't even speak and you know so yeah. guys were intimidated to, yeah, to talk yeah, to me or my sister <laughs> Yo, so motivated so motivated I, uh, Nelson Nelson we having too much fun I know he's giving us the wrap up time <laughs> but before before we, before we go so motivated if if you I want you to talk to us about that you know so I want you to talk if you if you are uh, uh, um um a mama's boy you don't have to be a mama's boy but if you dated a mama's boy you're a mama's boy whatever we want to hear from you okay yeah. if you're a daddy's girl or a fellas if you dated a daddy's girl and it caused problems because sometimes it can cause a problem because I have yeah. a friend that he had a problem with, with he was the only child himself and he had a problem with the daddy's girl. He had a, he had a serious right. problem with Because sometimes you know we too hard on the guys as well, right. like so, comparing everything. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so my father did uh, this. If my father raised right. four exactly. kids, you could take exactly. care of one woman. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. And, and sometimes my daughters do that to me. So, right. So, right. So, the, so that's that's the thing. So, um, 
I want you to hit us up, all right? Email us, okay? Just like Tracy did, all right? Email us, and we'll read it. If, if we feel it's, it's cool, we'll read it on the air just like we did for Tracy and everything, okay? So it, it's grainy125 at gmail.com. That's grainy125 at gmail.com. That's G-R-A-I-N-E-Y. The number's 125 at gmail.com. So we're going to have to wrap this up, Star. And we, I think okay. we're going to have to have a part two to this one, boy. I yes, tell you, boy, yes, this, yes. Is, this, is, this is a hot subject here, all right? But but on this Thrilling Thursday, we're going to take our deep breath into our affirmation, protection, prayer for the day so we can we can get up, get out, and do what we need to do and take the, take the day on strongly, all right? So, uh, beloved, breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloved. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is in all. Is well. It's Thrilling Thursday with the motivator, Jazzy J. That is your protected prayer affirmation for the day. Beloved, you take that no matter where you go today, man. Be work, school, or play on this Thrilling Thursday. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Hey, Star, what, yes. what's going on for you this morning? We just go on the brunch. We just go on the brunch. You ain't hanging out with us? You ain't coming to brunch? Uh, uh, yeah, I should, right? I should. But, Get that um, hearty I, meal. I, I know, but I have a I have a meeting with Raven later on, so I don't I don't know. So I have a phone conference with okay. Raven later All on. Okay, all right. So well, you know, I, we, I, we I, always I, make things happen. We are gonna it, brainstorm. Yeah, it, if she change if she change if she change plans, I'll roll with y'all. All right, okay. it's all good because you know <laughs> she's in California, I'm here in New York. So so if she changes because it's a three hour difference in time, so if she, yeah. she changes on me, I'll roll with you guys. All right, cool. Cool. All right. <laughs> All right. So, me, Nelson, and Star, we're going to take two steps to the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. All right. We love you. It's the Peace. New Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Star. Featuring Cheryl Star. Morning coffee never tasted this good. This good. This good. Bringing you the fall.